0: Well, Mark, I understand you're really disappointed because the hop is not, well, it's not hopping yeah. because you've got your high boots on, huh?
1: It's been an interesting couple of days with the water main break on Wisconsin Avenue there off Broadway. So this has an impact, you know, it shows again, the hops being used with a significant thing like this happens. It impacts the hop It impacts all the firms around the water main break. You know, I mean, obviously water main breaks happen. As we head into a holiday weekend with all the traffic and all things going on, this is not a great thing to have happen for the city.
0: Well, it's affected a lot of the offices and businesses around there. I mean, I heard from somebody that they don't think they're going to be back in their office until at least Tuesday.
1: This kind of thing can really kind of impact people. It can impact transportation. As I said, it's something that's out of their control. So luckily, I suppose it's a holiday weekend, so maybe there are fewer of the people who are in the office late in the week and maybe can work from home. Virtual works, right? It's unfortunate, but I'll be out there next week on the hop, and I'm still holding that seat for you, Libby
0: let's move out to Waukesha County because you held a meeting with some of those businesses and community leaders and asked if they supported using state money for the renovation and maintenance at Ampham. What did they say?
1: Surprisingly, I guess, 100% support. Everybody was in favor of it. And the message I heard over and over again was we have to look at the economic impact. We have to look at the wide-ranging economic impact. And there was a woman there who's in charge of tourism in Brookfield who said that the impact on the hotels in Brookfield are huge. She was talking about the concerts there and the recent concert for Pink. She said every hotel room in Brookfield was full. So that shows the economic impact of the stadium. And when the Brewers games come down, and she said the Twins fans and the Reds fans and the Cardinals fans are in town. All of them are staying at hotels throughout the region. So you have to look at more than the team. A number of the individuals in the room were quick to admit yeah, it's hard to hand over money to people who are being paid lots of money in sports. But it's also the realization of you have to look at the wider impact. You have to look at what the team means here to the region and what they bring to the region and the status it brings in one point was made, if we want to draw young executives to Milwaukee, you have to have these kind of amenities. You need sports teams. All that's not here if the team moves. So, I mean, the consensus in the room was let's make this happen.
0: Speaking of people in sports who make a lot of money, Giannis, he's expanding in investments with his brothers. Now, what are they going to be doing?
1: Golf, they're doing, they're working with a number of high-profile individuals in a league for golf. It's fascinating for me to watch him this offseason, as I'm sure you have. He has been so active. He invested in the soccer team he was there recently down in nashville for a huge game he invested in a candy firm he invested of course in the trade not in the hotel but actually opening a store there and you saw him a couple of years ago invest in the brewers he's one of the minority owners of the brewers and one of the things i've heard from people is that he's making sure he's setting himself up for his career after the NBA. now we all hope that that's a long ways off and he plays for the bucks for a long long time and wins a lot more championships but he's being very smart to get involved with these companies he's hot now clearly he's one of the most recognizable names in all of sports to have in the Involved in your ownership group, that's smart, but he's also making sure that he's set for after his MBA career, for things to do, for money, for him, for his kids, for his grandkids, for his grandkids, grandkids. I mean, he's obviously not hurting for that. But I just think it's really smart and shows the kind of individual he is. Also, I think that it's great to be involved here locally.
0: I think so, too. And I've never met him, but everybody says he's a genuinely nice person. Yeah.
1: I've met him a couple times, had a few conversations with him, but everybody I know that knows him talks about how nice he is, how committed he is in Milwaukee, and how he wants to stay here and be invested in our community.
0: Let's stick with basketball, because this past week, you talked with the Marquette basketball coach, not about basketball, but about being a good leader and also creating a productive workplace. What did he share?
1: Interesting message, because you think, okay, he's a coach, and he's only worried about wins on the court. You have to think, how does he achieve that? How did they have such a great season last year? You know, they were not expected to be great, as they were. And he talked about leadership. He talked about workplace environment. Then he also talked about letting your players lead and letting them shine. And it was a very interesting conversation in that you saw how he has to take these young men from all over the country, some of them from all over the world who come to Marquette, and he has to mold them into one team. And he talked about how they work together, how they have activities throughout the year. They just went to Italy. And he tried to make that work the workplace in terms of how you have to let your employees shine. You have to let them lead. You have to be a leader by letting others lead, too, sometimes. Interesting guy. I was very impressed with his thinking in terms of how what he does applies to the workplace. We were actually honoring that day our best place to work in Milwaukee. And a number of them left with ideas how to make their place better.
0: Let's move out to Wauwatosa, where everybody's talking about these 900 yeah. apartments adjacent to the Boston store at Mayfair Mall and what that could mean to the city. What are you hearing about the details? And I guess the other part of that question is, why are so many apartments being developed around shopping malls in and around Milwaukee?
1: I think we'll learn a lot more in the next week about about who the developer is going to be, what the specifics are in terms of all the apartments. I just think it's a fascinating story because if you look at that mall, it's been our number one mall for years in Milwaukee. Everyone talks about that, but they, like the other malls in the region, have struggled a bit in terms of how do you survive long term with just retail. It's just not going to work. So up there, you know, adding a hotel, which they did. And now looking at apartments and 900 apartments, is a lot of people. The Beach apartment has a couple people. That's 1,800 people who are going to live right next to the mall, who can shop at the mall, who can eat at the mall, who can do other things around there to really drive activity. And we've seen this throughout the region, whether it's in Greendale at Southridge, Brookfield or up on the North Shore, where they've gone to these mixed use projects because you can't rely only on retail anymore. You have to have other ways to draw in people. And in the case of here, and in the case of Greendale, you're going to have live, work can play. There are going to be people who are going to live there who could work either at the mall or in the offices nearby, and who could obviously play there. I thought the quote from the mayor a couple weeks ago, was saying basically on a cold day in February, you could literally walk into the mall, eat, shop, head back home, and you'll only have walked outside for a few feet. That's an interesting lifestyle. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we're seeing more and more of, and I think you're going to see that throughout the region and throughout the country malls will never be the same because you shop online, Libby. I shop online. It's just so much easier. So the malls have to create ways to drive traffic. And one of the ways is have the traffic live there all the time.
0: All I can tell you, Mark, is I was at Mayfair the other day and it was packed. I couldn't find a parking space. But again, back to school shopping, right?
1: Back to school shopping. And I think they're one of the smarter malls in terms of what they've done. But think about if you had nine hundred apartments there, Mm -hmm. what kind of traffic that'll drive long term. And the fact that they have a movie theater, the fact that they have a hotel there, all that stuff drives traffic that, okay, I'm at the movie, and I think, oh, geez, I'll stop at the store as long as I'm here, right? That's what they're trying to do is create reasons to drive you to the mall without it being specifically for a retailer.
0: Well, what all those people are going to need is groceries. And Kroger, Ah. which is a parent company of Metro Mart and Pick and Save, is going to report their quarterlies on Friday what do you think you're going to hear? And how is the overall grocery store market throughout southeastern
1: Wisconsin? You know, I think for Kroger, Kroger's had a nice couple years here through the pandemic. They saw their numbers shoot up as they had to hire more people. And obviously, people were shopping more in grocery stores, not eating out as much. But even as this has gone on, and we saw over the past year, we've seen inflation. I know you shop a lot. I go grocery shopping. What you pay nowadays in the store for items is just crazy as compared to a couple years ago. But that's helped drive some of their revenue. I think in terms of the area, Libby, we have a very competitive market. You have Walmart here, you have Target here, you have Aldi here, you have Woodmans, you have Sednick's. You have a lot of options, which is great for the customers that live here, a little bit harder for the retailers, but I think they have really done well. Obviously, Kroger through its stores is the number one in the market and it really does well, but I think others are starting to nip at their heels. I know I've seen a lot of traffic at the Aldi's and the Walmarts and the Targets and the Woodmans and the Sednick's, so that's making them having to be better I think what's going to happen over the next few months in terms of inflation will impact them and that will impact all of us for the price we pay. I think we're going to have a lot of options I think we're going to have a lot of choices and that's great news for all of us who shop a lot.
0: I'm looking for those bargain prices. All right, finally. Bargain Mar-
1: prices, six for a dollar, right? Is it, that what you go for?
0: I love it. Hey, listen, what are you doing for Labor Day?
1: For us, it's just going to be a little bit of relaxation, a little bit of hanging out as a family, hopefully some swimming because it's going to be hot the next couple of days and you know, just getting ready for fall. I mean, I love Wisconsin. I love Milwaukee right now. is a great time of year. But you know what happens in September, Libby? A lot of events happen. So I'm getting ready to get involved with quite a few over the next few weeks.
0: Looking forward to it. Mark Cass, have a great Labor Day.
1: Have a great holiday. I look forward to talking to you next week.